Good morning, bro. Good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm well, and you? I'm all right, John. That first 45 minutes of the podcast, though, went a little slow. <laughs> Dra- drag a little bit, yeah, yeah. But uh, you have a good, you have so, a good... so for once, you'll have to go back and listen to it, huh? You have a good conversation with yourself? Well, yeah, they're always, that. that's always the best kind, yeah, yeah. Don't have anybody disagreeing with me then. Right. Right. Yeah. Unless I'm like Moon Knight, and then you know, I, one one then of us pop, yeah, one of us pops up and argues with the other. Yeah. You got everybody arguing with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of bad headspace. So. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So, so John, uh, Megan, and I uh, went uh, to the. Uh, the local library had their summer book sale. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I got a book on human anatomy. And? Did you it learn anything? Miss, it, it was missing its appendix. Nice. Nice. Good one. <clears throat> uh-huh. Were you not ready? I was not. <laughs> yesterday yesterday yeah. I, I went to McDonald's and ate a kid's meal. Uh, all right. Was his mother mad at you? I don't know. I don't know why his mother kept yelling at me. I've seen that one recently. Yeah. So it's been making the rounds. Yeah. And you should stop that, John. I'll get you shot in Texas. It's true. <laughs> yeah. You I ain't half a kidding. You know, open, everybody can open carry and everybody's packing. Right, John? That's right. Because, you know, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun What's that? A good guy with a gun? A good guy with a gun. Isn't that, yep. isn't that the saying in Texas? That's right. Yeah. Okay, so now we've covered all those uh, cliches. Uh, John, I want to remind you a whole series of things we're not supposed to do. I do not have a pin to click. I do not have any ice to uh, to, to uh, rattle or, or chink or anything, but I could slurp my coffee. And I'm I'm not really supposed to say, there you go again, because I think I said it four times in last week's episode, John. So okay. there you go. I, I got to go. avoid that. So. All right. We're off to a hot start. We're off to a hot start. So, John, uh, why is there a hotel leading the PGA Tour event this week? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I, and this is the problem with the PGA Tour versus the uh, We Take the Saudi Money Tour. Uh, I actually know the guy who is leading the uh, the Saudi Tour stop for the week. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I was unaware that, that the Wyndham Hotel chain had a, was sponsoring somebody on the on the PGA Tour. I wonder how much he get, got paid to change his first name to Wyndham. Yeah. I bet he didn't get a hundred million. No, probably not. Probably if you were a little slow on the uptake there, you quick, quick. So, so John, what do you think the locker room is going to be like next week in Brookline, Massachusetts, when all these guys who said they're going are back and they're all together? You, you think? Do you think they'll be chummy or? Uh... That's actually a pretty interesting question. I think it'll be met with mixed results. I think, uh, you know, some of the guys are going to probably be a little standoffish, maybe. Um, I just 
personally, I, I don't see. I don't see how you can fault these guys for doing what they're doing. Well, I, come on, John. They're going. They're going to work for people who are are known uh, uh, murderers and uh, who jail jail people for having the wrong beliefs. And there's a whole series of things they do that are ugly. Yeah, but they got a lot of money. <laughs> uh, that's not everything, but yeah. So, so you're 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 on the side of the soulless and unprincipled, huh? Take the money and run. Just saying, hundred hundred million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, hundred million dollars. I, I, it's I understand that a hundred million dollars is a lot of money. Having never seen anything near that, I, I can only imagine it might be a lot of money. Might get me through a week or two. Yeah, get you have a pretty. Just think how fun our uh, Ireland trip would be. Yeah, just imagine what my FanDuel account would think. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Uh, uh, whoops, I did it. No, well, I have to back up and edit that out. So, so John, uh, anything else about the PGA Tour? Uh, it, it's I don't know. They're going to be in trouble if they keep uh, excising uh, everybody who goes uh, from the PGA Tour list, right? Wind, yeah, I mean, Wyndham Wind, Wind, Wind might not have much competition. Soon. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the list kind of seems to be growing a little bit. Yeah. The, I mean, there's some good names at the RBC, but um, none of them are really at the top of the leaderboard at the moment. No, no, I, I know they were promoting Rory being there, so, uh, but I, I did not see his name at the top of the leaderboard, so, um, I guess we'll have to. Have to see how this pans out, and uh, I've I read somebody said the PGA Tour has never really had a challenge before from a competitor, so it's kind of uh, yes, new territory for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, their their money will run out. Well, maybe not, but <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine if you look at the. Let's see, how do I want to put this? If you, you know, it takes most businesses, startup businesses, let's say, you know, anywhere from what, two to three years before they start turning a profit. So they're not going to get an ROI on these first eight events. And the format I find to be interesting. I don't know if you watched any of it yesterday. I did watch some on YouTube and uh, the announcers were not bad. Um, the scoreboard was kind of weird how they were showing scores and it was hard to tell who was who because they would do like, just like some initials, like only like three initials Mm kind of had like a running scoreboard on the left side. And then the other thing that I found quite interesting is it's a shotgun start. So everybody goes out at two P it's a 2 PM shotgun start. So everybody's on the course at the same time. So everybody gets finished. Pretty mm-hmm. much about the same time. Yeah. So there's some. That's good warm, for TV. It's good for TV. It could be, present some perceived fair and unfair advantages for players that start on certain holes. And, but at the same time, it did keep the action rolling. I mean, the, you got to see a lot of 
a lot of play, a lot of shots. Um, they didn't diddle dink around with a bunch of replays and, and chitter chatter. And I mean, they obviously they had shot tracer and all that stuff, but nothing too, uh, you know, exorbitant. Then they had like, what the funny part I thought was I didn't also, I didn't see a ton of spectators there. Um, but they have like this, it's called hole 54 or something like that, or it's like a club that's kind of not very far off the golf course and you could actually hear the music playing. So, yeah, you know, the guys that are sensitive to outside noises and, and whatever, you know, the guy. Atmosphere, huh? Yeah. It was kind of a party atmosphere. That's the way I would put it. It'll be interesting to see what they do next or the next event that's in Portland. I just want to, I want to know how they make you, you talk about ROI, which, You'll have to explain what that stands for, but uh, and you said three years to make money. How did they make money? Well, there are advertisements. There's obviously sponsorships. But that's so okay. But that that's the TV side making money. Is that them raking raking all that? Well, I mean, or is somebody YouTube, else raking that? YouTube has a lot of viewers. When I was on, you know, one thing that's kind of interesting about YouTube is you can see how many people are on watching at the same time. So right. I was watching towards the end of the first round. They had like four or five holes to play. And, you know, there was, there was over a hundred, hundred thousand viewers watching, which, you know, by no means is earth shattering, but YouTube can generate some revenue in itself. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I'll put it this way. I think Ricky Ricky Gervais put it best when in the Golden Globes one year, when he said when he was talking about the uh, all the celebrities and movie stars and this that and the other thing. And he's and he said, uh, you know, you guys do it. He said if ISIS had a streaming service, you'd all be running and to get in line to get on their first series. So, mm-hmm. it is about the money for these people they don't do it for for free and if you're going to offer somebody a hundred million dollars to just show up you don't even have to win you just show up you get a hundred million dollars it's pretty hard to turn down (laughs) well two questions (coughs) we don't actually know the details of the contract right true and second uh how many people can they give a hundred million dollars to yeah, I mean, these guys... I mean, are... it, it, it seems like they may have just given Reed and DeChambeau... Uh, oh, that's right. I shouldn't do that while we're on. Uh, 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 maybe $100 million a piece, but isn't there come a point where if you don't jump on board now, you're not getting your hundred, you're not getting $100 million. I would definitely think that's that would be the case. Right. We're not just going to offer that to anybody. We're not going to give $100 million to a 120-person field. Yeah, well, and and I think the goal is to keep it at 48 people uh-huh. in that range. I mean, cause it keeps the teams even or they would have to go to another, they would have to go up to 52 to keep the four man teams even. Yeah. Cause you got the team event in coalition with the individual event. Mm. Okay. So that was a, a lot more time than most people really wanted us to spend on that. But uh, there, there you go. We, it's kind of fun, fun to talk about the uh, the uh, 
bad guy murderers uh, spending lots of money to see how many people they can buy to play on their golf tour is uh, yeah. is uh, not very subtly uh, fantastic. Um, so there's a horse race tomorrow, John. Yeah. One of the yes. big ones. Yeah. The final, right? Yeah, kind of. Uh, people like you stop watching horse racing after tomorrow for a year, John. So, um, you got any tips about tomorrow's race? Um, no, no. Yeah. So I, I don't know where to begin. I guess we should begin with uh, rich strike coming back from the Derby at 80 to one, uh, skip the peakness in his running here. And, um, uh, I, I've seen people on Twitter uh, say that he'll, he will be the favorite when they actually start running. He's not the morning line favorite. A New York-based horse, We the People, is the morning line favorite who's won a couple races recently in New York, including the Peter Pan, which is labeled as the Belmont Prep at, at Belmont uh, Racetrack. So, um but, uh, yeah, the Derby winner's coming back. The uh, second-place horse from the Kentucky Oaks, a Philly, Nest, is running, which is interesting. And uh, as, you know, back to Ireland trips, the famed Moe Donegal yep. uh, turns. Uh, and, of course, it's a New York-based horse who won the uh, Wood Memorial uh, and beat the Preakness winner in the Wood Memorial. So, um, probably a lot of heavy betting on it. So that's kind of the, I, I think I just hit half the field. So, uh, that it should be an interesting race. There's lots of complaints about why there aren't more horses in the field in any of the races on the card tomorrow, but that's, uh, uh, it, it should be, it's always interesting and probably the tip, uh, to remind you, John, if you don't remember this. You would think uh, the Belmont's a mile and a half. It's the longest one by a quarter of a mile. It is yep. not really a closer's race. It is uh, actually uh, horses go to the lead and hang on a lot more in the Belmont than the other majors, um, the Triple Crown races. So uh, kind of kind of uh, counterintuitive. You would think uh, you kind of think that you know late closer has the energy and everything. But, yeah, I, I it is n almost never worked out that way. So uh, Rich Strike is a late closer and so is Mo, Mo Donegal. So I don't know what that means. What's the uh, what's the city that the Belmont is in? Well, it's, it's it's in New Jersey, right? No, it's in it's it's on Long Island. So it's new. It's it's a New York City based. Uh, yeah, you know, it's the uh, the. Uh, New uh, Mets ballpark is not far from the, the racetrack. Okay. It's, it's out in, I think technically it's in Queens, but Queens is actually huge. So uh, as, as the boroughs go. So there you go. It's uh, New, New York. New York. So it should, New York. Be, should have pretty good weather tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, 77 overcast. A light chance of rain. Yeah, I think they were thinking good weather, and they were going out the biggest crowd they've had in three years, of course. So, yeah. So, of course, they they had almost nobody last year because of COVID, and nobody two years ago 
when they ran first and they ran a short race. Yep. Uh, but uh, so okay, so that's that's a quick uh, brief. I will not be uh, putting my money on either the Philly or Rich Strike. I can just tell you that. Yeah, I, I don't see Rich Strike making the. Uh, yeah, I, I think his his uh, fifteen seconds of fame is is over. Caught, caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting to see if that's true. If it's not true, that was, it's it's a heck of a story. But uh, of course, catching lightning in a bottle is too. So. Uh, the amazing thing would be if it won this race and won some more big ones in the summer and, and turned out to be a real contender for horse of the year, how the heck did that horse come that route and everybody miss it? Right. Except for this one trainer who, you know, obviously has, uh, he was, I saw him interviewed for a couple minutes this week and he said, it's been great for everybody who works for him who hasn't ever had this much attention and, uh, he said it hasn't really bothered him so much, he claimed. But uh, he said it's been really good for all the people who work for him. So that was that was neat of him to say. And I'm sure it's true these people at a, you know, uh, second tier was probably generous track in, uh, in Ohio, suddenly, uh, you know, famous. Yeah. Yeah. So, John. Let's let's get serious here now. Obi Wan Kenobi, pretty good. The series is pretty good. He keeps getting himself in these messes, John. Yeah, he certainly yeah. does. Yeah. Well, uh, kind I think of a cl cliffhanger every week. Uh, you know, we're in, we're in serious trouble. We gotta watch next week to see how how he gets away with this one and. Uh, yeah, he actually pulled the old lights, lightsaber out and did some hacking this week, which he had not been that willing to do. Uh, yeah, he looked pretty rusty. Yeah, did he? Yeah. The guys with no arms don't think so, John, but okay. <laughs> oh, that was poorly timed because I was taking a drink of my coffee. While yeah, right? out. No. <clears throat> well, you know. They either don't have arms or they're cut in half at the waist, John. It's, yeah. It's uh, tough. Just don't get around as well as you ought to after that happens. But Yeah, uh, it, it, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I have seen a couple people on Twitter kind of going, eh, I didn't really need this. I'm not bad, but, but, I mean, I think this is the best one so far of the serials coming out of the Star Wars universe. But may, maybe I... Maybe I'm wrong, but I, yeah, I, I, I thought I, it was. I think it's real, real. I think it's well done. It's got, I mean, besides the third sister who overacts a little bit, I think it's got good acting. Is James Earl Jones act actually voicing? Yeah, Darth. Darth? Man, that's yeah, that's pretty. I mean, I was thinking either this is a a great Darth Vader impersonator or uh, James Earl Jones is definitely back. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm done now. Yeah. Oh, so now you're talking about the money? Yeah. James Earl Jones, send me the money. 
yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to edit that out is that right that was terrible no now that might be the funniest part of the whole thing <laughs> the terribleness maybe maybe the comedy yeah so yes james earl jones seems to be cashing cashing checks once again on the star wars franchise it's tough you know he'll He'll have well, to. He might. He might have to dial back his Arby's uh, commercials. I'm curious though, because they list Hayden Christensen as well. Yeah. Are they? I take it that's just going to be in like flashbacks. I. Are you sure that's not Hayden Christensen playing the uh, Darth Vader? And maybe he is in floating this- around in the tank with lots of makeup on. Maybe. It could be anybody. It could be you. It could literally be anybody. Yeah, it could, it could literally be, be anybody. In yeah. the back of the tank. I, I think I think you probably have to be male, but it could be any guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, we're we're enjoying Obi Wan Kenobi. Are you going to watch the old man next week? That looks good too. Yeah, and here we're going to do voices again, right? Please don't. Yeah, because he, he's got a distinctive voice. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to just because he got me laughing as I was about to shift into my be- best uh, Jeff Bridges imitation. So no, Jeff, I, like, I kill him people. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That looks pretty good. Um, I also started the Kamala Khan, Miss um, Marvel, for the, Mar- for the MCU universe this week, which was um, it's cute. It's got some funky, uh, it's got some really cool artwork in it. You know, she's like a daydreamer that is kind of like an aspiring slash comic book writer. She lives in this fantasy world and, uh, you know, then ends up finding out that she has powers and uh, based on a bracelet that she gets from her her grandmother, who was also a fantasizer. But uh, there's some really, really good artwork. And um, when they're like walking and stuff, there's a lot of like imposed CG graffiti on the walls that kind of are animated and and do things. It's very visually entertaining. Ah. I I am surprised that an OG like you appreciates it, but okay. Well, I mean, it it fits her character. I mean, she's kind of this spacey teenager that, um, just kind of happens upon these powers, which is not uncommon to a lot of MCU heroes. But um, I yeah. thought you were going to say it happens to a lot of teenagers. But yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Spider-Man, kind of the same thing, spacey, nerdy uh, hero mm-hmm. type thing. But yeah, and she's a huge. You know, she loves um, Captain Marvel. That's her idol. Yeah. So that's how she ends up. Uh, becoming Miss Marvel. Ah, okay. I, I, I love I love it when you uh, fill me in on the MCU. I, I, I feel behind so often on that stuff. Have we ever talked about the series The Boys on Prime about the the quote unquote superheroes, the bad superheroes, the mean ones? No, it's something. Very gory. Very gory. Is is the lead in in the boys the guy from uh, 
two brothers chasing uh, 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 bad, uh, evil spirits all over the world for like 10 seasons. Supernatural. Supernatural. There you go. The, the peanut no. gallery finally chipped in positively. Yeah. Is no. That, I, is, is that who the lead is? No, he's not in this. So it's not the one brother from that? No. Okay. All right. So anyway, so so tell me about the boys. It's just I, a really. I've, I've seen people tweet. Uh, you know, woke people have tweeted and say this is the an anti-male um, uh, TV series. Yeah, I would say that. I would yeah. agree with that. Um, yeah. It's definitely. I mean, it's got a little bit. Of, I mean, it's it's kind of a fun, funny take on heroes because they're terrible people. I mean, they're just awful human beings. Mm-hmm. They manipulate their power and manipulate people and all for basically for fame. It's, it's about being famous and they have like this, the bot, you know, they're part of this, the, the big seven. It, it, it's, it, it's just funny. It's funny. It's gory. Um, there's some Nazi reference. There is, um, sexism reference there is some um a little bit of a me too thing going with it so yeah i i definitely agree that it's somewhat anti-male um but the the uh the super the bad superhero and the people that are trying to bring them to justice you know just regular human beings that are trying to fight superheroes is quite entertaining no, the, the lead is the guy who plays Bones in the current series of, of Star Trek movies. That is his claim to fame. There who are know. they claiming as the lead? There's, well, the, I would no, say there's multiple leads. Billy Butcher is yeah. the one who gets top credit. So. Yeah, I would agree with Billy is probably the main, the main lead. And then you got the, uh, the young kid that plays Huey. He's yeah. he's kind of a big deal, and then yeah. his his girlfriend is Starlight, which is Aaron Moriarty. She's easy on the eyes, but Jensen Heckles is going to be the guy from um, Supernatural. He's going to be in this season. Okay, all right. Well, that, we've got lots of TV viewing uh, to do if we can ever settle down at home, uh, John. So. You watched any NBA? Uh, no, but it looks like the uh, the Dubs are on the road. Uh, I well, okay. Obviously, they have to win. You know, this is the obvious, brothers. For those of you who are tuning in and don't know who you're listening to, but uh, I, here is an obvious, brothers. Uh, the uh, the Ws have to win a game on the road, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they play tonight, uh, and uh, they better – if they don't win tonight, they're in serious trouble. Yeah, they're in uh, – How's that for obvious? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because uh, and they'll be down 3-1 and have to win three in a row. What's Steph's status for tonight? Because he left the game late um, the other – their last game. Of course, that he was said, like a he, month he said ago. He, he said he was going to be. He said he was going to be available to play tonight. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what that means in terms of how really effective he is, but 
Well, the they, guy haven't, that, they haven't had a lot of guys with really great series at this point. No, the guy that needs to get his shit together is is Clay Thompson. I mean, he's not played well at all. Uh, he didn't have too bad a game in game three, but it was terrible in the first two games. So, um, yeah, they, they need, they need you know, back to what we've said, uh, they got to score 120-ish to win this, the games in this series. And uh, – Steph's not going to make 80 points. So, you know, he, he might get his 30, but he needs a couple guys getting 20 to, mm-hmm. get to 120. So uh, where, where those come from at this point, uh, Wiggins hasn't exactly lit it up either. And he's kind of their number three scorer or pool off the bench. So, yeah. Uh, the, the problem, one of the problems they have, they, they don't guard quite well enough, really. I mean, right. uh, Draymond is obviously a, uh, a high-quality defensive player, but uh, he who he's guarding is always, you know, let's go and leave somebody alone. Is he going, is he going to play uh, Tatum and Lee Brown or, or Horford? Because uh, they don't have anybody who matches up besides Draymond with Horford very well. Looney's played very well in this series, but uh, – they just, uh, they, you know, infamous matchup issues, right? Matchup issues. Yep. They've got so. some sh- struggles there. Yeah. Uh, Dray- Draymond if, hasn't had a very good series either. Who? Draymond. Oh, well, he never scores much, but I, I think he's, yeah, gets in a lot of foul trouble. I think he's highly overrated personally. Do you? Yeah, I I don't know how highly he's rated exactly, but if he's rated at all, he's overrated. I, if he's rated at all, he's overrated. Wow, I, I wish I I wish I could fit that into the title of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the ebb and flow of things go. I wouldn't be surprised to see him win tonight. And tie the series, and then then it gets really interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they dug themselves a hole by losing at home, and now they gotta dig out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you watched any of the NHL? I was just gonna say how impressive has this little three-game win streak for the Lightning been? Well, yeah, they, they they're kind of good. Yeah. And meanwhile, the Avalanche sits at home eating bonbons, yeah. uh, resting up and having uh, – they've only lost – they lose one or two games the Blues, and that, those are their only losses in the playoffs. So they're – yeah, they're going to be rested and ready for whoever. And the Lightning get to play tomorrow night, I guess, at home to take the series, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to – they're going to be well rested for sure. Yeah. I don't know that I'm uh, excited about having money on the lightning in this position, but uh, you never know, right? When I get to play in, uh, goalies makes a lot of stops and suddenly the lightning wins a road game and bing, bang, bump. And, uh, 
Yeah, uh, they they, they uh, sneak a sneak a third title in a row. Yep, and they got a. I mean, they get the possibility of closing out the Rangers at home on home ice on uh, Saturday. Right. Yeah, that's that's great stuff. So let's see, bing bang bop. I, I I think I've covered my mental list of things to talk about. Uh, is uh, there anything? Congratulations to the Lady Sooners on winning ah. the. Oh, you actually watched? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, it was a it was a good Southeast uh, Conference Championship game. Yeah, well, good for the Sooners. Not so good for the the, uh, the Longhorns. They got pummeled two straight well, games. Well, but you know they got there. That's it's true. I, I you know I, I I know a lot of schools would love to talk about playing in the national championship series in uh, in softball. So, but yeah. Um, it is interesting that they play the games in Oklahoma City, yes. and OU won their second title in a row, and uh, like six in the last like fifteen or twenty years or something like that. Yeah, they might be they might be a bit of a softball power, but you know they're taking all that power. I'm sure that's why the SEC wanted those two schools. <laughs> I said this to 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 your sister at dinner last night. It was on the TV. I said. You know, this is this is it. This is this is what uh, attracted the SEC was having uh, the, the possibility of the two teams in the national championship in softball was what yeah. it was all about. Kind of a big deal. They don't really they don't care about football in the SEC, right? No, no. Do they play football in the SEC? I think they do okay. You do, yeah. So, so John, at some point, the uh, the portal is going set down, settle down enough where I can, uh, you can explain to me who ended up with what. Uh, but uh, I saw that a five-star recruit, uh, un un whatever to uncommitted to Oregon yesterday, and is looking for another place to play. So, is that the one that's thinking about going to Ohio State? I did not see a list. Is Ohio State high on the list? I think that his first name. Good. His first name is Dior. Yeah, yeah. It's very fragrant. Damn. Damn. <laughs> did I steal that one from you? Yeah, it was. I was rolling it out, man. It's just too slow on the delivery. Yeah. Yeah, that's a smelly name if ever I heard one. <laughs> All right, well, smelly names. All right, what else we got? No, no, no. Any? Are you guys going to go see any movies? I know you're not exactly the no well, position to go see a movie I, I, this weekend. I don't know what we would go see. Go see Top Gun, man. Not happening. Why are you so anti-Top Gun? I'm not not going to go see. I, I I was not a fan of the first one. Man, man, that's cold. You know dude. what the best part of the first one was? The ending. Kelly McGillis. Yeah, Kelly McGillis was pretty good. Yeah, and uh, Kelly's not in this one. No, have you seen seen her lately? No. She didn't age well. Is that right? Uh, I, you know, according to my mother, neither did I. So. Uh, <laughs> you're not really supposed to have laughed it's painful but okay all right so 
John. And you meant you meant to say Kelly McGinnis, not McGillis. Right? Oh, did I get her name wrong? Yeah, it's two N's, not two L's. Hmm. No, it's two L's. Kelly McGinnis. Gillis, you're right. My bad. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Now, now that you've corrected and uncorrected me, I think we should call it a day. That sounds like a great plan. So, so John, what are we going to do uh, in uh, three weeks or four weeks? Are we taking a couple of Fridays off? Well, in three weeks, I mean, that's July 1st. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll be, we'll both be home on July 1st. No, we won't. Where you, oh, that's right. You'll be in London. I will be in London. Yes. Thank you. Just so, just not to rub it in anybody's face or anything. And, and yeah. I'm sorry for not inviting you, John. So, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's, 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 it's the young person's trip. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to have to get off and laugh harder at my own joke there, but yeah. And then July 8th, July 8th, we're going to be on the road quite a bit that day, aren't we? Well, we're we're up early uh, playing golf and uh, then, yeah, on the road. And when we get off the road, I don't think you're going on a podcast. Probably not. Probably not, because you're going to be trying to find which pub in Dublin is going to be your home base for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's See, right. They may already have a chair in there with my name on it. Just, is that right? Yeah, uh, there are a lot. There are a lot of Johns in in Ireland, so I suspect they do. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, John, have a good one. You too. Have a great weekend. Have safe travels back home. Okay, thanks, John. Well, your mother, I said hi. Okay, I will. All right. Love you, bro. Bye.